You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and today I am sharing influencer marketing lessons learned and strategies for the future. Now, we're going to be diving deep into the evolving role of influencers in digital marketing and explore some successful case studies and strategies for collaborating with influencers in 2024. So whether you are a seasoned marketer or just getting started, stay tuned for some valuable insights. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and a life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show. For those of you who don't know, my daughter works for a huge PR agency in Chicago. And her role is influencer marketing. She actually matches influencers with the brands. So she has a crazy cool job, absolutely loves it. I am a little jelly because I think it would be cool to do some of these things. She works with some of the biggest brands that you probably use in your house, drive through, whatever that looks like, and some pretty crazy cool influencers that you most likely follow. Now, I'm not going to be divulging any of industry secrets or put her job at risk in any way, shape, or form. However, I'm going to share all the things with you because as I hear and I learn more and more about influencer marketing, I'm really looking at how we can use it in our digital world, all right? So speaking of that, imagine a world where authenticity reigns supreme, data drives decisions, and niche audiences hold the key to success. Well, get ready because we are going to unlock the secrets of a successful collaboration with influencers in 2024 and beyond. Now, influencer marketing has come a long way since its inception, and it continues to reshape the landscape of digital marketing. So to understand the current state of influencer marketing and where it's heading, let's first take a look at some of the lessons learned from the past. The first one is authenticity, right? We all know that it's key. In the early days, influencer marketing often focused on celebrities with these massive followings. However, brands soon realized that authenticity and alignment with the influencer's values are crucial for successful campaigns. So in 2024, we see a greater emphasis on micro-influencers who have smaller but highly engaged audiences. Their authenticity and relatability make them powerful advocates for the brands. Now, lesson number two is data-driven decision-making, right? As influencer marketing matured, data-driven approaches became essential, okay? Marketers began utilizing analytics tools to track the effectiveness of campaigns, measure that return on investment, and refine their strategies. So in 2024, AI-powered analytic tools are becoming even more advanced, helping marketers identify the right influencers and optimize their campaigns for maximum impact. And then lesson three is diversify platforms. So in the past, influencer marketing primarily focused on platforms like Instagram, like YouTube. And today, successful campaigns span across various platforms like TikTok and Snapchat, right? And then 
emerging platforms that will capture the attention of specific audiences. So it's crucial for brands to adapt to these changes in order for them to stay relevant. So now that we've covered some valuable lessons from the past, let's really shift our focus to the strategies and case studies that are shaping the future of influencer marketing. Now, the first strategy is niche targeting, okay? So in 2024, the influencer landscape is more specialized than ever. I talk about this constantly, like with personalization, right? Brands are collaborating with influencers who cater to specific niches, allowing them to reach highly targeted audiences. Now, this approach ensures that the message resonates deeply with potential customers, leading to higher conversion rates, right? So if you think about what you're, what, what it is you're talking about or what it is you're selling. And we want to find those influencers who are talking about the same things. Make sense? Okay. The second strategy is longer term partnerships. So short term influencer campaigns have their place, but long term partnerships is really what's gaining traction. So what is the difference? Basically, brands are recognizing the benefits of building ongoing relationships with influencers who become authentic brand ambassadors, okay? So when we're talking short-term, this is when, let's say, you have a contract with an influencer that does, let's say, one or two posts, right? It's like, do a couple of posts, a live, something like that, like, and it's just very short-term in this two-week span or maybe two-day span, Right? where now we're looking for these longer terms where I'm always talking about this. If I'm an influencer, I'm always talking about this particular brand, right? So instead of it being a couple of weeks, it could be a couple of years. So these partnerships create a sense of trust and credibility that really goes beyond a single sponsored post. Now, the third strategy is user-generated content or referred to as UGC. I remember that starting to float around at first and I was like, what is UGC? What is it? And then they say it so fast and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So user-generated content is just that. And it's a gold mine for brands in 2024. So encouraging influencers and customers to create content related to the brand And its products not only boosts authenticity, but also provides a constant stream of engaging content for social media. So user-generated content is just that. I, as a user, am going to post about this product or this service. So in our space, for example, let's just say you're a local business, right? Somebody comes in and is going to use your products. So as I'm saying this, I want you to be thinking... Whether you're brick and mortar, whether you're online or you have an e-com, something like that, are you giving your customers something to create content about? Make sense? So let me give you a quick example before we move on to the case studies. So if I'm going to get my monthly facial, right, and I'm creating my own content saying, hey, this is a non-negotiable, once a month I go and I do my self-care, right? Everybody's talking about that and facial and, you know, fighting, getting old, the whole thing. That could be where my story ends or when I leave, it's like, okay, I feel so relaxed now. My face is glowing, whatever that looks like. However, what is happening in between, right? So when I go to my spa to go get my facial done or my esthetician, 
it's like she's got a whole vibe going on. It's the lighting around the room. And then then she added these little, uh, like, you know, the stars on the ceiling. And then she's got Buddhas and all this other kind of stuff that it, it creates a place where I want to document it, right? So then what happens? I'm like, here I am. I show the room. I show the vibe with the music going. And then what do I do? I tag her in the post. That is that is allowing somebody or having somebody to create this user-generated content. Give them something to post about, right? So think about what that might look, look for you. So if we're online and you're doing um, a Zoom meeting of some sort, open the floor and give them an opportunity. Hey, everybody, give the peace sign. Say hello. Let's, you know, let's post it on social, something like that. That is giving your customers a place to create user-generated content, okay? I know I went on a side tangent, but this is so important that I want you to be thinking about whether you're doing influencer marketing or not. User-generated content is huge. Just think about how you are not even paying (laughs) for this type of exposure or traffic that you could be getting. You need to give somebody the opportunity to create it. Make sense? Okay. Now that we've explored these strategies for the future, let's dive into some real-world case studies that exemplify these approaches. Okay, so case study number one is a micro-influencer success, okay? So let's just say Brand X, who is a beauty company, partnered with a micro-influencer, and we'll call her Sarah, who has about 20,000 followers, okay? And those followers are interested in skincare. So over six months, Sarah created authentic content showing Brand X's products. What happens? What were those results? A 300% increase in sales from Sarah's audience alone. Okay? That is the difference. So we're looking at this influencer marketing. I'm saying exposure agents. (laughs) Okay? So how can you find a long-lasting partnership that then continues these benefits? Can you imagine just increasing your sales by 300% just with one brand ambassador, with one influencer, with one exposure agent? What would that look like, okay? Case study number two is this long-term ambassadorship. So fashion brand Y collaborated with an influencer, let's just call him Alex, who shared the brand's commitment to sustainability. Now, this long-term partnership resulted in consistent content that highlighted Wise eco-friendly practices. So over two years, Wise sales increased by 45% and they solidified their position as a sustainable fashion leader. So think about that for a minute too. You are not only selling your product, right? You're building the know, like, and trust. And by doing that, you're you're really spreading your values. And it's not just you speaking to your values. It's a brand ambassador. It's another voice, like giving you the credibility that you're also sharing this mission that you're on, your mission to your company, the mission to have the sustainability, whatever your mission happens to be. Now it's another party spreading that word, right? And it's kind of cool because it's coming from someone else. Just like we have testimonials or case studies on our sales pages and that, this is basically what it's doing, okay? Then case study number three is user-generated content. 
All right. So fitness brand at, uh, Z, let's just call it Z because we already did the X and the Y, encouraged customers and influencers to share their workout routines using Z's products, right? Well, this campaign led to a flood of user-generated content and a 25% boost in sales. Customers love seeing real people achieving real results. All right, do you see how this all works together? I hope that your wheels are turning and you're thinking, how can I make this work in my business? Because there's all kinds of ideas that you're doing. And I would love for you to be open to when something comes across your feed. So let's say I just gave you some examples about makeup, right? Workouts. And let's say you sell, I don't know, life coaching, right? And you're like, oh, that doesn't really apply to me. But does it? Can it, right? Can you see what they're doing and say, okay, how can I make this work over here? So just be open to kind of seeing how some of these things work and what could your people be sharing? Now, it's clear that influencer marketing has evolved significantly and will continue to do so in the years ahead. So as we wrap up today's episode, I want to share with you some key takeaways. So authenticity and alignment with your influencers' values are crucial. Data-driven decision-making is essential for measuring this return on investment, right? So it's obviously not whatever you're paying for these influencers, And it's also the time and effort that you're investing. So the other thing I want you to also look at, we talked about alignment with the values and what kind of message is being spread. So this is also something else that I want you, mm, you'll probably be able to measure it somewhat by data, but I want you to keep that in the back pocket that maybe the numbers aren't there, but if you're not feeling it, that could be time. That could be your, (laughs) your meter to be able to say, okay, let's move on, okay? So when you're making these data-driven decisions, it really involves the strategic use of these analytic tools and really the metrics to gauge the effectiveness of these marketing campaigns. So by tracking these key performance indicators, such as engagement rates, click-through rates, conversion rates, customer acquisition costs, right? Marketers can really precisely measure the return on investment. And this approach really empowers you as a brand to understand which influencers, what content types and platforms deliver the best results, really allowing you to optimize your strategies for this maximum impact. Now, when I say this too, let me just rewind just a little bit because it came to mind that it's not necessary what kind of customers you're bringing out. This is also brand awareness, right? So this is just like if you had a Facebook ad campaign, right? This is the drive. This is your traffic that's coming in, okay? So let's think about this as a combo deluxe, all right? So diversified platforms to reach varied audiences. So in today's landscape, right, we have so many social media platforms each catering to unique demographics and interests. So diversifying the platforms means that you're spreading your influencer marketing efforts across a range of platforms from Instagram to YouTube to TikTok, Snapchat, right? And any other channels that are emerging. So this strategy ensures that your brand can effectively reach a diverse array of audiences, expanding your market reach and staying relevant and the ever-changing digital ecosystem, right? So If you think about this, 
if you were going to do advertising and you're going to say, or even just posting and say to your team, okay, or team could even be yourself. Okay. We're posting on Instagram. Now let's go to TikTok. And when I'm trying to post on all these platforms or advertise, and you're like, I haven't dialed in on one. Well, think about this influencer that's already established over there, right? Maybe they're on TikTok and they're established. They have their audience. They're engaged, right? They're they're aligned with what you're doing. And wouldn't that be a great way to kick off going over there or not even maybe even having to be over there because now you have a brand ambassador on that platform. Kind of cool, right? Okay. Niching, targeting, and long-term partnerships are definitely the future. I know we already talked about this. So when we're talking about moving into these specialized and sustained partnerships, niche targeting involves collaborating with influencers who have dedicated followings within specific niches or industries, like we were talking about with the makeup person or maybe an exercise, right? These influencers are experts in their fields and their recommendations hold significant sway over their engaged audiences, all right? I don't know about you. Um, There's a couple of people I follow and it's like, oh, when they say this, they go. It's like Oprah, right? Back when she had her show, it'd be like, here's the book of the week or the month or whatever it was. And literally like everybody would go out and buy that book because she said so. That's the way this is. So these long-term partnerships be go off these um, beyond these one-time posts, right? Brands really are looking to build these relationships with the influencers. And then these ambassadors become advocates for the brand, fostering really this trust and loyalty over time. And think about how cool it is when they talk about, hey, you know, I'm always using XYZ product. Now they've updated this or now they have this event coming up. What does that look like? Okay. Then again, with this user-generated content, I'm a huge fan of this because, again, it's something that you don't have to do. You are not speaking to yourself. I hear it all the time where they're like, I feel so spammy and I feel so slimy and I'm always talking about myself. Well, how cool is it if someone else is talking about you, right? So it really just serves as a potent tool for engagement and sales because it's just adding this credibility and this authenticity from someone else that can relate to this branding marking efforts, right? So when customers and influencers are on the same page, it really provides this, you know, how I can get the same service and the same products that they're using. It just fosters also this sense of community, but also generates a consistent stream of fresh, authentic content that really can be leveraged across all marketing channels, ultimately really driving engagement and boosting sales. Well, I want you to keep these lessons and strategies in mind, maybe in your back pocket, on your marketing strategy list going forward in 2024, as you navigate this ever-changing world, right? We are always looking for something new to do, something kind of new to break out of, take some things off your plate, find some people that maybe you can be a brand uh, that can be a brand advocate for you, an influencer marketer for you, an exposure agent for you, whatever that happens to look like, put it on your marketing plans to deploy, right? Make it one of the campaigns you're going to deploy. Start by figuring out who the heck has a great audience that's highly engaged, that's aligned with what you do. Remember, It's not in competition, but it's complementary to what you are doing. 
and approach them and see if that could be a partnership worth building. All right, I appreciate you being here with me today. You have no idea that I appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen in. And I would love to hear what you're up to. So send me a DM if you tried to do influencer marketing or what your next step is. It's so cool to hear what you all are doing. I love getting the DMs where it's like, hey, I tried this and it worked. I can't believe it. It it wasn't as hard as I thought. All that good stuff. I love to hear it. And then if you even have something you're like, I'd love to learn more about this, definitely send me a DM on Instagram at the Michelle Fernandez. Until next time, let's grow your business together. Hey, wait, before you go, you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable, one that is predictable and scalable. But it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore. Well, as always, I got you. I made 100% free video training that covers it all, including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke, more leads is not the only way to scale, and the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now, and I will see you live inside the training.